Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk Podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. This is the story of the haunted school. Deep in the mountains, there was a school known as Mountain View Elementary School. Kids from all around came to this school. Almost all of them had to take a bus or ride their bikes. It was a cute little school, only having four rooms. The outside was all red brick. And inside, the students were grouped up. Kindergartners in one room, grades one and two in the other room, grades three and four in the third room, and grades five and six in the fourth room. It was such a small school, they did not even have an indoor gymnasium. And the playground outside was very, very small. Inside one of the classes, there was a boy who was a bit of a scamp. His name was Stephen Douglas. Stephen Douglas was a very scampy boy. And there's nothing he hated more than doing schoolwork. He would try and find every possible way to get out of going to school. For example, one day, He came to school. Inside his backpack, he had a bunch of materials. When the teacher turned her back, he brought out his materials. They were a bunch of newspaper, a pair of trousers, a long sleeve sweater, a big balloon, and a hat. He quickly started to put all these together. And in fact, when the teacher turned around again, Stephen Douglas was nowhere to be seen. What was there was what looked like Stephen Douglas. A red balloon with eyes and nose, a mouth, a hat on top, and a sweater with no hands, and trousers with no feet. His teacher, Mrs. Swanson, yelled out at the top of her lungs, Stephen Douglas, go to the principal's office! Then she remembered, there was no principal's office. She was new to this school. Um, I mean, I guess come back to class at least. For Stephen Douglas had sneaked out of class and gone outside to play on the very terrible playground. How terrible was the playground? It only had one bar on its monkey bar. Yes, it wasn't monkey bars, it was a monkey bar. That was it. The kids would line up to grab hold of the monkey bar. They'd always wonder, 
what are we supposed to do on this? They'd hold it with both hands, then fall off, then go to the back of the line. Mountain View School was a very boring school. Well, Stephen Douglas was at home. The leaves were falling and it was autumn. Halloween was coming up and Stephen Douglas did not want to miss any trick-or-treating. He had a plan to go to the nearby city so he could get more candy. Trick-or-treating in the countryside was difficult, but trick-or-treating in the forest in these mountains was the most difficult place to trick-or-treat. All the houses were far apart from each other. This meant that Stephen Douglas had a long walk for each piece of candy. His record last year only had him going to 17 houses. And when he got home, he went straight to sleep. He had run so hard he didn't even have energy to eat any of his candy. So this year he had a plan. He was going to go to a big city an hour and a half away. He dreamed every night about how easy it would be to walk from house to house right beside each other. He'd wake up licking his lips, thinking of the bags and bags of candy he'd get. He was in very good shape from all his running in previous Halloweens. He thought he might be able to get 500 houses, but there was a problem. He didn't get home from school until 5.30. That meant after having dinner and getting ready, he wouldn't be able to get to the nearby city until eight o'clock at night when most kids were starting to wind down their trick-or-treating. He was sad. School was causing him to miss out on all this candy. Just imagine going to 500 houses and having pillowcase after pillowcase of candy compared with running as hard as you can for 17 itty bitty pieces of candy in the bottom of one pillowcase. Stephen Douglas knew he had to find a way to get to the city. His whole candy plans for the rest of the year were revolved around getting to the city. But how could he get away from school? A few nights later, the wind was blowing. The house creaked. Trees scraped along the outside of the house. It was so spooky. Stephen remembered when he was a little boy that he was convinced his house was haunted because of all these sounds. Just then, the furnace turned on and a low groan came from the basement. Stephen remembered when he was a boy, he was convinced that was a hideous ghoul. But now he knew it wasn't. Then the idea hit him. What if he pretended his school was haunted? Surely, if the school was haunted, then they'd have to cancel school on Halloween. 
he could not get back to sleep. He sat in his bed with an enormous smile on his face until the sun came up. And while the rest of the family slept, he took out a pencil and paper and started to draw very detailed plans for how he would convince the rest of the school that it was haunted. He went to school that day and his teacher, Mrs. Swanson, noticed how well behaved he was. She was immediately very suspicious. What's going on with you, Stephen Douglas? You're being too good. The rest of the class looked at the teacher. Is Stephen getting in trouble because he's too good? Yes, he is, yelled Mrs. Swanson. This is very suspicious. Stephen looked up with a big smile. He wasn't even paying attention. He was thinking how he could make the school haunted. The next morning, he played his first trick. He had picked an enormous pumpkin on his walk to school the day before. He'd hollowed out the bottom and done a carving of a very scary face on it. The last step is he'd taken the pumpkin and put it on a goat from a farm nearby. Sure enough, that morning was a very foggy morning. And as he sat in class, he looked outside. Out of the fog came a goat with a pumpkin head. Stephen screamed, Ah! The school is haunted! The pumpkin-headed goats are coming! The rest of the class ran to the window to see a goat with a pumpkin head wandering around, hitting its head right into trees. Stephen realized he should have carved bigger eye holes because the goat couldn't see. Luckily, once everyone had seen the goat, the goat wandered away back into the mist. Stephen told the class, I've heard about a school that was visited by pumpkin goats. It was the start of a very spooky situation. The rest of the class looked at Stephen. Mrs. Swanson said, there's no such thing as pumpkin goats. Stephen looked up, but there are Mrs. Swanson. We just saw them. And they are the precursor to a very haunted school. The rest of the class stared at Stephen. They were terrified. They knew nothing of pumpkin goats, but they had just seen one. They went home that day telling their families about the scary pumpkin goats. The next day, Stephen had an even better idea. He'd gotten his friend Tommy to help him out. That night, they took a sheet from Tommy's bed and they painted it with reflective fluorescent paint in the shape of a ghost. And they put sprinkles all over. The next day at school, Tommy asked to go to the washroom and then went to the room that had all the light switches. He turned the school lights off. As soon as the lights went off, Stephen yelled, it's the goats coming to get us. And he ran out of the class. He ran through the one hallway yelling, the goats are coming for us. All the other classes emptied 
It was very dark in the hallway. Just then, at the far end, there was a shiny ghost glowing. The ghost said, We are taking over this school. You must leave. The kids all screamed and a few of the teachers did as well. Mrs. Swanson looked at Stephen. She squinted her eyes. She knew something weird was going on. That night, all the parents and all the farms and cabins that fed that school were talking about these mysterious events. Halloween was only two days away. They were starting to wonder, should we send our kids to school on Halloween? It's the spookiest day of the year. There's already ghosts. And already these weird goats. The next day, Stephen had his best idea yet. Stephen lived on a farm deep in a valley banked on both sides by mountains. In the old barn at the very top lived about a million bats. Very, very friendly bats, but bats nonetheless. Now was Stephen's final plan. He went to the pantry and took an enormous bottle of ketchup. And then in the morning of the day before Halloween, he got the bats. But as he was rounding up the bats, his mom called to him. He had to go milk the cows. But mom, this is really important. It doesn't matter, she said. Stephen's plan might be destroyed. Sure enough, he was milking the cows when the bus came. Oh no, he wouldn't be able to put his plan in motion the day of Halloween. He went to school all day, dejected, just telling stories about how spooky it was, and resolved that the next day he would solve this problem. The next day came. It was Halloween. He went to school, but he had a plan. He had an extra large backpack that day, and at morning recess, he went off by himself with a bottle of ketchup in his backpack. He came back, and as he walked inside, he opened his backpack and shook it, and he yelled, I saw a real vampire outside, and now they're all turned to bats. Sure enough, the bats came flooding out of his backpack and they were all covered in ketchup, which looked like blood. Stephen then started shaking the ketchup and squirting it all over the kids. Yelled, someone's been bit, there's blood everywhere. The whole school started screaming. The kids ran outside. The bats went and looked for a quiet place to rest. The teachers got together and immediately said, this is too spooky. School's canceled. We need to figure this out. While the rest of the kids were crying and hysterical, Stephen Douglas had a big smile. The buses came early that day. They came in the morning. He got home and his parents were very confused and they were very suspicious. It just so happened Stephen would be able to go trick-or-treating in the city. 
And sure enough, he went to 519 houses. He had enough candy to last him all the way through Easter. And his teachers, they never figured it out. The end. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.